Hi, I'm Des. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to Black Underground. Underground. It's our third week. I'm so excited. Yeah. How are you feeling, Kayla? I'm feeling great. I'm happy we're here. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just want to thank all of like everybody that's been listening to our podcast, um, my coworkers, my friends, my family, like thank you so much for listening and giving your positive feedback. Mm-hmm. It like I really and truly appreciate it. Yes, thank you guys so much. And I also want to thank you guys for all the feedback feedback that you guys have been giving us. Um, I thank you guys for sending us new topics as well. Uh, we definitely have a lot coming for you guys. So yep. just stay tuned with us. Uh, stick with us and you're going to get everything you guys want. Out of yep, this. yep, yep. And and don't don't stop telling us like what, what you guys want to hear. You know, like if you're, you know, you're going through something and you, you know, you want us to touch on it, we're here for you. Let us know. Yeah, just let You us can know. email us. You can DM us. You can just, you know, if you know us, talk to us in person on the phone, yes. text us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yep. Um, so I just want to get into something real quick. Um, I want to send my condolences to Lauren London and um, Nipsey's family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was such a tragic event that just happened um it was on the it was on april 1st yeah right yeah um for those of you that don't know um Mm -hmm. nipsey hustle was um shot in front of his store um so i just want to give my condolences it's such a horrible time on i honestly feel like i lost a family member like when i found out i was like what you know so i couldn't imagine what lauren's going through i couldn't imagine what the family's going through his children so i we just want to pay our respects and um you know, just mm-hmm. shot him out and, and, you know, keep, keep talking about him. Cause he was, he was a good man. He, he really wanted to change things, you know? Um, he, he was just all about, you know, um, things for his community mm-hmm. right. and, you know, making it a better place to, to live, you right. know? So, um, that's definitely something that we want to pay our respects to. So, yeah. Yeah. And also just a reminder to everyone stay close to your loved ones and check up on them whenever you can tell them that you love them yep um if you have any issues going on with them say sorry even if you're not in the wrong it's it's um like it's it's, just important yes it's it's just just, it's just important go tell your mama that you love her yes (laughs) (laughs) tell your partner tell your your partner your sisters your friends yeah yeah, for sure. Because you just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. You could talk to them one minute and the next minute they're gone, you know? Right. So that's definitely something that we should definitely keep in mind. And also, we, you know, I feel like this should be motivation for us to keep to keep going and to keep striving for what we want in life, you know? That's right. And just, you know, th- this should be a little bit of motivation to, to you know, keep going no matter what, right. you know? Because he didn't stop. Yes. You know? He didn't stop. He kept going. So that's definitely something to, you know, think about and reflect on. And, you know, mm-hmm. so, so do you want to touch on uh, Dr. Savy as well? Okay. So with all that has been happening with Nipsey Hussle and um, another important person that has been brought up over um, the, fa- the past few days is actually Dr. Sibby. So Dr. Sibby was actually a very big advocate for using your food as a way of healing yourself. So he often mentioned the power of food and how alkalizing your diet can actually help improve 
a lot of health-related issues that people just might be dealing with on a daily basis, right? Um, And just being someone that has been following a lot of vegan pages and uh, pages related back to alkalized diets, uh, it's just important to, especially for our community, to take a look back at what we have been eating, what we are putting in our bodies, right? Because our bodies are our temple. Mm -hmm. So it's just brought a whole new awareness to everyone to focus or look back at what you are, how you are taking care of your body as a whole. So a little bit about the alkaline diet. I was talking about this earlier on with Des, and it's basically a plant-based diet. You're getting rid of all your processed foods. Um, You are removing your meats. You're removing your seafoods as well. And in doing that, you're focusing more on eating all your plants, which fruits, veggies, and yes, you can cook them. You can eat them raw. But essentially what that's doing is using fruits and veggies to help heal your internal organs and as a whole, what you're healing inside will eventually come out and it'll show on the outside as well. So, I mean, for some people, it might be, it may seem a little bit difficult, but it's definitely doable. People, it's becoming more popular these days and I feel like um, it is something that I have been interested in. I don't know so much... But I, I have. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I definitely have. Um I'm I'm more so on the fence of trying to go vegetarian. Because I'm 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 not a big meat eater, I never really have been. Right. So that's definitely something that I'm I want to try and mm-hmm. then like eventually, you know, get into the alkaline diet. Because I, I think that would be really good. Right. Just just for our bodies, you know? Right. Just just to just to be clean <laughs> inside. Even, even like taking a look back at how we grew up. Yeah, uh, our parents were big on teas. Oh yes, yes. So yes. using teas as a way to heal yourself—that's another thing taking consideration. The herbs that we're using. Yep. You yourself, you you even found a new. Yes, I did, and right? this is something I actually posted something on Instagram. Right. Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw, but um, I actually found this uh, tea called well, le- they're leaves actually, and you can make it into tea. And it's called guava guava leaves. Um, so it, it is from the fruit, um, guava <laughs> and, um, you can actually get the leaves in like a package on, on Amazon. You can, you can probably also go to like the West Indian, um, grocery store and, yeah. and get them as well. Um, but basically these leaves have so many benefits. Um, I actually saw a girl on Instagram use it for her hair. So she, um, boiled the leaves and then used the water and put it in a spray bottle and just sprayed her hair with it. Mm-hmm. And it actually promotes hair growth. And that's something that I'm very, very big on. Um, and that's definitely going to be a very, uh, one of our topics (laughs) on a later episode, (laughs) all about natural hair. But, um, for, for now we're just going to, this is just a a show about, um, just healthy eating and healthy living, um, and, um, how women should, you know, be taking care of themselves. And, you know, if they don't know about any type of other vitamins that they're, they're not already taking, um, this would be a very informative, uh, show for you. Um, so for, with the guava leaves, there's, there's so many things that it it helps with, um, diarrhea, um, diabetes, Mm -hmm. coughs, cataracts, um, 
high cholesterol, heart disease, cancer, pain, weight loss. Um, it also treats bronchitis. Um, mm. And the biggest thing for me that really caught my attention was that it controls allergic reactions. Mm. So drinking the tea on a regular basis um, basically diminishes the properties that make you allergic to something. And that stuck out to me because I am allergic to everything. Anybody that knows mm. me very well knows yeah, that I'm allergic to everything. Um, I have a very severe, um, allergy to peanuts, um, and almonds. So that's, that's definitely something that I would, you know, I would definitely drink on a regular basis just to, you know, cleanse my body. Right. And, you know, if I can diminish those properties that make me allergic to those things yeah. and why not, you know, exactly. um, obviously, honestly, I'm not really going to go and eat peanut butter, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not but gonna you know what I mean? Yeah. Down, yeah. But right? I feel like I would feel a lot a lot different if, you know, if I kept that up and, mm-hmm. um, it's also like a detox as well. So, you know, if you eat all those, you know, nasty foods, if you're eating like fast food on a regular right. basis, you need something to detox your body. Guava leaf tea is the thing right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm on. Yes. <laughs> um, so I will definitely let you guys know how it goes. I just literally got it yesterday. Um, I just started using it for my hair. So far, so good. Um, I just sprayed some in my hair uh, yesterday. It doesn't have a smell at all. You can spray it in your hair as a spritz and then um, put in your moisturizer as usual. And that's about it. Because, you know, I know a lot of black people think that we don't need water for your hair. But you yes, do. Yes, we do. We, we need water, guys. <laughs> It's an essential nutrient, you guys. It's, it's, it's essential. Yes. <laughs> it took me a while to learn that because I used to have permed hair for years. Right. And I, as soon as it rained, my ass is running exactly. somewhere to catch cover I if I don't have no days. umbrella. Right? Wow. I think okay. we've all been through that. So yep. that's definitely something we're going to talk about on another day. But we really want to get into, you know, women's health and all of that. Yes. So go ahead, Kayla. Do your thing. Okay. So one big thing that we have been talking about um was our IUDs yes so I have a copper ID and I have um the Mirena IUD right so we have two perspectives on our IUDs uh being someone that has had a copyright IUD for the past two years I think it's been two years now um I do see a difference in how my body is working uh, I have done my research. I did thorough research before inserting a copper IUD. Like, so, yeah, it, same, same here. <laughs> yes, I definitely did right. some research on what I'm inserting in my cervix. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah. you have to, you don't know, like, yeah. you're putting these foreign objects into your body. I mean, they are helpful. Mm-hmm. They get the job done. Mm-hmm. However, how does, how does it affect us in the long run, right? Yeah. Um, I know this is women's health and, sorry, men. <laughs> but you but, know what this yeah, is for men to listen yeah, to as it well it, it you know it, they gain some mm-hmm. knowledge right especially if they're trying to you know get get with a girl or yeah. something they can spit some knowledge to them and be like oh so i, I just heard about this this and that right. you know this is to learn real something, something from us it's real life <laughs> issues that we're that we're talking about right now so um with the copper iud um at the beginning i realized that um my periods would last two weeks it's usually, yeah, it's usually supposed to last seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Could sorry. you imagine? Could no. you imagine if your period <laughs> Not lasted seven for seven weeks? weeks? Sorry, you guys. Seven <laughs> days. But that's what I was used to beforehand. Seven yeah. day mm-hmm. periods. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I inserted mm-hmm. my copper IUD, I was getting periods for like two weeks. And 
Um, so it'd be two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, two weeks off. Oh my goodness. So that's just the beginning stage. After six months, everything's supposed to settle in. And then, um, that, that was my experience with the copper IUD. Um, when I was getting my periods after the six months, no pain, Mm -hmm. which was great. Uh, not everyone's going to have that same experience, but I had no pain. Um, everything started to go back to normal. But recently, uh, I, we were having this talk about how we felt like our bodies were changing and, and like, it just didn't seem the same way yeah. we felt beforehand. Yeah. And I do agree with that because I am noticing a bit of a change in the way my periods are set. Like mm-hmm. now my cycles are way longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, what used to be 30 days, mm-hmm. 37 days. And you know, as a girl, like, even if you're not doing anything, you're like, oh <laughs> my gosh, what the hell's going on? Like, For real. Yep. So, um, that was my experience with a copper IUD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good and bad, mm-hmm. but I mean, it gets the job done. Whether or not it's worth taking out, it's debatable. How about you? Well... Um, so I have had in my IUD for, this year is going to be four years. Okay. And with the Morena IUD, you can keep it in for up to five years. So I would have mm-hmm. to take it out next year, November. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure with the copper IUD, how long you keep it in for. I feel like it's like three years or something. Girl, mine is good for 10 years. What? Yes. 10 years, girl? 10 years. Damn, okay. girl. All right. Okay. I think it's because it doesn't, it doesn't, um, pump any hormones in your yeah. body or anything like yeah. that. Okay. So, so with the, the, yeah. The copper IUD is non-hormonal. So, yeah. um, a lot of side effects I probably don't experience that yeah. you might have experience with one that's hormonal right yeah so the morena iud is Mm -hmm. hormonal Mm -hmm. um so it's for those of you that don't know like what an iud is it's it's this t-shaped plastic um frame that's inserted into your uterus um and uh, what it does is it thickens the mucus um in the cervix to stop the sperm from reaching and fertilizing the egg so Mm -hmm. it just it it's supposed to prevent it basically just supposed to prevent pregnancy you know um it's 99.9% effective. Yes, that's why we got it. Yeah, it's 99.9% effective, which means there's that 1% that means, you know. Yeah. You know. But we're saying it works. Yeah, okay. it works. It works. <laughs> yeah. I've had yeah. it for four years. I have not gotten pregnant yes. at all. So mm-hmm. um, it, I, I would definitely recommend it to someone who's already had a child and who's trying to prevent another pregnancy right. from happening so soon. Um, I, my, uh, my experience, let's see. When I first got it, um, I, I was bleeding for a while because I got it within the same year I had Amara. Right. So I had Amara in April, and then I, I got it I got it in November of that year. Right. So um, I I was still obviously my body is trying to you know reset after having a child. That's true. Postpartum. So I was I had a lot of bleeding for a while, and then um, probably like maybe like a month or two in my uh, my my blood flow started to decrease because I used to have extremely bad periods before. Mm -hmm. Like blood flow was crazy. Cramps were crazy. Migraine headache, throwing up everything. Like I had a, I I had it, I had it really bad. Um, so, uh, with the Morena really helped me, um, control that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have as much cramps anymore as the years went on. 
Um, my blood flow was very light. Like as of right now, like as of this year, my period went from like, had like seven, like seven days to five days. And now it's at three days. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I forgot to tell you that one. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, yeah, it went, it was at three days. Like my last period was only three days. Um, and the, and the blood flow is pretty light. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. It's just that with, because um it's pumping hormones into my body i pms really bad the Mm -hmm. week before my period comes okay so i get really bad cramps now before my period comes when am i when i have my period i'm fine Mm -hmm. um get really really bad cramps i um what else happens i get a migraine i feel nauseous like i'm not like angry moody but i'm anxious like I, cause I, I do suffer with anxiety, so it just kind of heightens it a mm-hmm. bit cause I have so much to do in my, you know, in my day. It's a lot. I get very overwhelmed very quickly within that week that I'm, that I'm dealing with that. So that's something that I'm very concerned about because, um, it just, it's just messing with me, you know? Right. Um, so, um, it's, it's, you know, it's questionable. Like it really depends on the person, um, who has it, like, there's people that I know that have had it and they haven't had any issues. Right. You know, so, um, that's definitely something that I'm considering to, you know, um, take out, (laughs) um, eventually. And you know, it's, it's only supposed to be in for five years. So I have to take it out by next year anyways. Right. So I do want to experience my body without birth control. Um, but you know, hopefully I don't get pregnant. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's like, that's the reason why I put it in here. Yeah. Like, hopefully I don't get pregnant. But, I mean, and again, and I, I want to apologize to the men, you know, we're talking about, you know, menstrual cycle and stuff like that. But this, this show is about women's health. So watch you know, away your girl. Yeah. Just, just bear with us mm-hmm. for this episode. Okay. Oh, just bear with wow. us. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's my experience with the IUD. Um, I I would still recommend it, like despite everything that I just said, mm-hmm. I would still recommend it because there was more pros and cons right. for me. Um, so so yeah, that's definitely something I would consider again. You know, yeah. Um, um uh, we're gonna work backwards. Yes. So IUD. Yes. Comes after pregnancy. So <laughs> next topic is. Pregnancy. pregnancy. So with pregnancy, uh, we're just going to get a bit into how we dealt with our pregnancy. Um, or do you want to start with pregnancy or do you want to do a little bit more postpartum? I mean, we could do pregnancy and then postpartum. Okay. No. All right. So yeah, we'll, why not? We'll work with what we have. Yeah. So pregnancy, we're going to get into nutrition. We're going to talk a bit about how we maintained ourselves throughout our pregnancy. That includes uh, working out whether or not we did it or, <laughs> you know, other ways to, you know, maintain our sanity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> maintain our sanity. Sanity. Uh, <laughs> our, hor- our hormones, um, whatever it might be relating back to the pregnancy. Yeah, so. for sure. So you want to start? Okay. So <laughs> I guess I, I have two. You have two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I have two children. So I experienced it twice. Um, whether one was better than the other, that's debatable. I did find that with my first child, um, I was eating a lot better with Ezra. I was eating a lot better. I was trying so, I guess it's cause 
you know, it's your first pregnancy. You want to be so cautious. Um, I wasn't. Oh, girl. (laughs) No, I was like getting nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. I need to make sure everything goes perfectly. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, no pregnancy is perfect. But hey, um, what I aimed to do was make sure that I was eating healthy as much as I can. I had, um, what's the one thing I just didn't want to eat? Salmon, fish any milk products. So it kind of did help with my healthy eating strategy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I have a question. Is it salmon or salmon? Salmon, 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 salmon. Is it salmon? salmon. I'm not correcting her, guys. I'm just asking because I hear people say salmon, Mm -hmm. but I say salmon. Salmon. So I don't know. You guys need to let us know, okay? (laughs) DM us. Let us know how to pronounce it because I don't... (laughs) Because I want to know if I'm pronouncing it properly. I'll pronounce it both ways. I'm not gonna, it depends on the day. That's so Honestly. funny. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I had to say something. Go on. I'm sorry. Let's just call it fish. I could not eat fish. Okay? So, like, I just can't get myself to eat fish. I couldn't get myself to eat um, any milk products, yogurt. It was just revolting it just really? yeah, it was, it was too much. Mm. So um, for the most part, I stuck to a lot of grains and veggies, and that worked out for me mm-hmm. diet wise. Mm-hmm. And it did help me. I had a, I guess I had a lot of energy with Ezra too. Um, with Ezekiel, I I laid back a little. It's your second yeah, one. You yeah, already I been do. through it. I'm not gonna lie. Wendy's was my best friend. Yes, girl. Wendy's is a pregnant woman's best friend. <laughs> yes. I can attest to that. Yes, Wendy's, uh, Desiree knows about my popcorn. <laughs> this girl, every time she came over, you got some popcorn? Yes, girl, I got you. Yep. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. I, I ate. I ate happily. I, I did not hold back on anything. I didn't have the same aversions that I had um, with my first pregnancy, so I was able to eat a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um Working out wise, uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm going to be really honest. I wasn't really inspired to work out until after I had Ezra, oh. right? That's when I, that's when my fitness journey actually started. Mm. Um, if you guys were to visit my fitness page, Natural High, you guys would see that um, I have my post-pregnancy after Ezra, um, my before and afters, right? So that's when I really got into fitness. With Ezekiel, I was exercising the first three months. Um, then, like, you know, I dealt with other pregnant-related... Re- um, complications? Uh, yes, complications, mm-hmm. uh, where I felt like I had to, like, sit back and, you know... Uh, Just relax. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. I didn't want to stress myself more than I had to. Right. So, whether or not you need to exercise, I mean... Um, it's It's great. It's great. It will help you, but like, I can't say that, um, it's going to affect you. Yeah. Depending on who you are. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It all depends on who you are and how your pregnancy goes. Yeah. For sure. Ooh, well, um, the only, I didn't really find anything revolting (laughs) when Mm. it came to food. It was only, um, the way I found out I was pregnant was because I kept throwing up Cheerios. Oh my gosh. It's so random. Yeah. And I was throwing up, um, scrambled eggs. Mm. So breakfast. 
Right. So your body just can't Yeah. It. So, like, that's how I found out. And right. then Delon's like, maybe you should go get a pregnancy test. I'm like, what are you trying to say? I'm putting on weight? Mm-hmm. So I, you know. <laughs> but I went and got one. Lo and behold, I was pregnant. So that's the only thing that I, that's the only thing that I threw up, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I had morning sickness, but I wasn't throwing up. I was just, I was just nauseous. Right. I think maybe I threw up maybe, like, once within the first trimester okay. or something. Like, it wasn't too bad. Um, I... To be honest with you, I had a pretty good pregnancy. I don't have really much to complain about. Mm. Um, it was in the third trimester when I started feeling everything. Right. But I had all the energy in the world. I ate whatever the hell I wanted to eat. Mm. My dad just happened to be home around the time that I got pregnant. Like, he was just home for a bit. Mm. And he was just giving me all types of things to eat and drink that's good for the baby and stuff like that. So I think that's what really helped me to, like keep my energy going because I was still I was currently I was, I worked up until like April 1st and my and um Amara was uh born the, the 23rd mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah I um yeah I just I don't know I kind of just went with the flow um that was pretty much it like from what I can remember like I didn't really have like a a bad pregnancy. My my feet got really swollen. Mm. Um, in my third trimester, I I couldn't I could not like put on my shoes <laughs> like at all. <laughs> oh I needed help. Gosh. And be and I'm uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm very very tiny. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like five one, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm tiny. Right. So I had a pretty big belly. Like you just saw belly first when mm-hmm. you saw me. Like from behind, you couldn't even tell I was pregnant because right. I was literally just belly. Um, so my belly was really, really heavy. And the only thing that I really, um, had trouble with was, um, my sciatic nerve. Oh yeah. So it's like the shooting pain that goes from like your upper thigh all the way down your leg. And you feel that. (laughs) It is like, oh my goodness, it's painful. Um, so that was one, that was probably the only thing I really, really struggled with because I couldn't sleep. I couldn't turn over. I couldn't really do much of anything, you know, um, in my third trimester, um, I got, like, I was getting really, really tired and stuff right. like that. Um, I, I was, I was in school at the time and I was, and I was still working like, I was working like eight to six. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know right. how, I don't know how I did that, honestly, but well, you did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> yes. I did it. And, um, yeah, it was, you know, I honestly, I had a, I had a good pregnancy. I don't, I can't really complain. Right, right. Um, she kicked a lot. Oh my goodness. Oh, she yes. kicked a lot. My ribs were killing me. Um, but yeah, I, she was supposed to be born on the 20th. She was born on 23rd and that was that. Um, oh, um, I was in labor for five and a half hours You're and fast. yeah, mm-hmm. I was in labor for, well, active labor for five and a half hours. Right. Cause the thing is my, my water didn't like break completely right. until, um, until I got to the, the hospital mm-hmm. and they had to like break it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like my doctor had to like actually break it right. themselves. So my water like trickled. That that's what they said. Yeah. So I had to stay in the hospital. So I I wasn't getting the the contractions how you know how mm-hmm. normal supposed to until my water actually broke. Okay. Um. So yeah, I was in active labor for for five and a half hours and then, but I pushed her out in like fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was good. That All was right. good. Um. I got an epidural. Um, because I almost passed out during my labor because mm. I didn't have anything in my system and my contractions were pretty bad. So I almost passed out. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to get the epidural, but I said, if, if I need it, then I'll get it. Sometimes you got to. Yeah. Um, mm. so yeah, um, mm. that, that's what happened. Mm. That, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> My labor. Okay, so with Ezra, it was 21 hours. Ooh, girl. Yes. Um, Close to you. That's overall labor. Um, actually, I think that was from the time I got to the hospital. It was it was long. 21 hours of labor. And then um, I also got an epidural with him as well. I called for that. I thought I was, I was telling that, I, I remember, I was telling that, yo, I think I'm going to get the water birth. Like, that's another thing. When <laughs> yeah. you're pregnant, you have a whole plan for, your, yeah. for when you get, um, when you go into labor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I wanted a water birth and everything. I'm so glad I went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up getting epidural. Uh, Ezra did not want to come out. <laughs> uh, eventually, uh, uh, you know the vacuum. I can't remember the exact name. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, but basically, yeah, yeah, the vacuum, vacuum, vacuum out. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it was perfect. Yeah. After that, I was like, I was so glad. I don't think I took to the epidural really well mm-hmm. um, afterwards, but that's like a whole another story. Yeah. Um, with Ezekiel, the boy came flat fast. <laughs> he came fast. He did not wait. I wanted that epidural. I was asking my midwife. I'm like. Please, I was yeah. begging her to yeah. give me that epidural, but there was no time. And yeah. actually, no, he was here. That was it. Oh, but I didn't cry. That's I was good. Glad to like I wasn't screaming. Um, I was surprised myself with um, Ezekiel because during that labor, uh, I wasn't screaming. I my midwife literally said I was like meditating. Oh, that's good. Meditating, I I, yeah. did, I actually did that too. I um. Mm. I was meditating through my, my labor. Like you well. just go into like a zone. Yeah, just, I was in a yeah. zone. I just kept breathing through all my contractions. Mm-hmm. Cause prior to that, I was, I was actually pretty heavy into fitness. Right. I was pretty, I was working out a lot right. prior to when I got pregnant. And, um, I was really into yoga at the time. Right. So like I actually learned how to, breathe. Uh, well, I taught myself how to breathe. Right. Like, I was watching YouTube videos and stuff like that. So that really helped me through my labor. Right. You know, um, my cousin was in there with me and uh, one of my other girlfriends mm-hmm. and um, um, Dewan. So, you know, they, they kept me cool. They yeah, kept me cool. They that. they thought I was going to kick and scream and cuss out everybody, yeah. but I, I wasn't. They said I was, like, so polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was asking everybody if they ate. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, what's happening? Like, they were just waiting for me to, like, lash out right. on somebody, but I didn't. I was really, really calm. So I think that's what kind of helped me through mine. Yeah. But that's good that, you know, you had you had two different experiences yeah. with your pregnancy. So you, you have a lot to talk about. I'm not going to lie. Good. Ezra, I was kicking and screaming. Yeah, I'm, for sure. And that's your first. That's and your first. like I said, everyone is different, right? Because before I was even kicking and screaming with Ezra, I heard another woman in the next room kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. She was just screaming, and I guess that heightened my nerves, too. Yeah. And I was over there kicking and screaming. But yeah, with of Ezekiel, course. I was calm. It's good. So, you know, yeah. experiences. Of course, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, so, postpartum, how we took care of ourselves, what did we eat, uh, a bit about uh, whether or not we got back into fitness, Mm-hmm. self-care but that's a whole another topic that's a whole another yeah. topic <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay postpartum postpartum um i i was a little confused on how to deal with my body after i mm. had amara like i didn't know what to do my dad 
was putting a lot of pressure on me to wear like this like high waist panty. Yes, my mama to, too. Yeah, you know about that Chinese thing. Yeah. It's supposed <laughs> to get rid of. Yeah. According to our parents, yeah. I guess, it's supposed to get rid of the clots, right? Yeah. It's supposed to help push out the clots out your belly. It, surprisingly, my dad knew so much mm-hmm. about pregnancy. Like, he's, I mean, he has a lot of kids. Right. But, like, um, he knew a lot that I, I was surprised about. So he, he got me this, like, me, me and him are close, so it's not weird that he, like, got me this. But, like, he got me, like, this high-waisted, like, panty to, like, keep my stomach in. Yeah. Um, and he was, like, kind of forced me to wear it. But, like, I I had stitches. Like, honestly, I always tell people that my, like, postpartum was really, really hard for me. Because I had, I had to get stitches. And I could hardly sit for, like, two months. Yeah. And then, like, breastfeeding, um, Amara did, Amara did not want to latch. Mm-hmm. That was really hard on me, too. Because, you know, while you're pregnant, you're reading all these things. And it says breast is best. And, you know, if you don't breastfeed, right. you're, you're not going to be able to bond with your child. So that was something that I was freaking out about. I had a lot of anxiety about. So... Um, I had a really hard time postpartum. Um, I was really confused about my body. Nothing fit me properly. Um, I gave away so much of my clothes because I just hated how I looked for a while. Um, And then, you know, when I started feeling a little bit better, like when I got the stitches out and stuff, I started working out again. Um, Slowly. Like, I slowly got myself into it. And, um, yeah, I, I, I slowly bounced back. You know, honestly, I'm still... It's funny. Something that my dad said was, you're... It's going to take you a really long time to recover from that pregnancy. I feel like... Like, from, from a pregnancy, period. Yeah. You think you're okay, but you're not. Like, <laughs> like your body is still recovering. Right. And it, doesn't, and it doesn't matter how long ago you've had, mm-hmm. you've had the child. Your body could still be recovering, and you don't really know. So, there's a couple times where, you know, I thought it was fine, and then there's days where I'm just like, oh, my God, like, what's happening to me? Right. You know, so... Um, a lot of people that see me like, oh my gosh, you bounce back. You look good, girl. And I'm just like, uh, no, you should see my belly. <laughs> no, like, belly. you know, I, I, I hit it a lot. Like I, I had, I have really, really loose skin in the, in that area. Hmm. Um, I'm only now be like able to like maintain my stomach only right. now. And Amara's almost four, you know? So, you know, for those who... <laughs> Who think that like you know I'm I'm fit and I'm I'm good like I I, I appreciate a lot of compliments but like it just it took me a really long time to actually bounce back mentally you know mm-hmm. so um so yeah that, that was my experience <laughs> but like when you really think about it it's kind of amazing how our bodies are able to adapt yeah it's true so very just true for us, like yeah yes you're a very petite woman <laughs> yeah and for your body to you know be able to bear a child like that. Yeah, and you That's remember how amazing. big my belly was. Yes, Kayla's coming over to my house like every <laughs> week, and every week I got bigger, and every every week I was waddling more. Okay, yeah. so that's <laughs> amazing, though. She looks amazing Thank right you. now. So Thank she you. didn't even need to worry about anything. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you very much. I am actually very curious if I have a second one, how my body is going to react to that, and how I'm going to be postpartum. I actually wonder about that because in my family the girls when they have their first child they're very very they're still very small right the second one is when you see a difference in their oh. body so <laughs> well you know i'm already working on that i'm, a, I'm, I'm working on that right now you know it's there now guys it's there <laughs> those of you that know me it's there <laughs> so you know i'm trying i'm trying so um but yeah you talk about your postpartum girl uh so, like I mentioned earlier with Ezra, uh, I don't think my body received that epidural well, but I think it's also a mix of 
sleep deprivation. Mm. So after having Ezra, I remember I ended up back in the hospital again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it's because of sleep deprivation. I just felt like um, they pumped a lot of of the medicine that they use for epidural into my body. Mm-hmm. And I just did not react well to it. Yeah. Uh, it's a crazy story. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it. Yeah. But pretty much I just dealt with the fact that I was not getting enough sleep. And yes, I am a little hard headed. <laughs> and plus you're, it's like, okay, so yes, I'm hard headed in a sense, but you're excited. You just had your first child. You just want to watch this little human being and you want to make sure they are fine. Of course. Like you're so cautious. There's no, there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Nothing wrong with that. So I dealt with that with Ezra. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also mentioned beforehand, uh, after having Ezra, I fell in love with fitness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because I was dealing with everything with sleep deprivation and I felt like it affected my mind a bit too of course i felt the need to jump back in the gym or at least go back to the gym uh i'm gonna shout out my midwife for pushing me i'm gonna shout out desiree (laughs) i'm gonna shout out everybody because they all push me they're all there telling me get your sleep make sure you take care of yourself yeah um yeah back in the gym it's so funny i actually forgot about that like now that she's talking about it i'm like oh Damn, yeah, I forgot. I forgot about all that. Yeah, all those times I lectured your ass. Yes, <laughs> you want to call me the self care oh, mama? That's right over there telling me, girl, you gotta go out there. Make sure you put a little makeup on there. Do not go out there without L- your makeup. Listen, <laughs> like, I was like that too, though. Yes. I gotta shout out Delon's stepmom for that mm. one because. I, like, when I had Amara, I was using her diaper bag as my purse, okay? (laughs) And she just, she's like, no, you are not doing this. You're, no. Mm -hmm. Put some makeup on when you leave the, when you leave the house. Mm -hmm. Go get your eyebrows done. Do something with your hair. Because at the time when I, when, when I got, when I just got pregnant, I decided to lock my, my hair. Right. So, I was in the ugly stage of my locks, and some of you will understand what that means. <laughs> For those of you that have locks or have seen it, there's an ugly stage, and I was in the ugly stage all through my pregnancy, basically, was and it, after. Was it like the awkward stage? It was like the awkward stage. Yeah, yeah it was the out. awkward okay. stage. So right. it was just kind of in this like weird mm-hmm. thing, and I don't know what to do with it because I was still learning right. how to deal with locks. Yes. And oh my goodness, she she really she really gave it to me. She's like, no no no. You need to put something on your face. Like, mm. do something. Put on some nice clothes. Make yourself feel good. Like, mm-hmm. do it. Because you can't be walking around the place with a baby that looks like that. How cute she is. And you look like that. Mm. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I remember that telling the same story. Yep. Honestly, she yep. pushed me with that one. Yeah. I As soon as I saw, you know, Kayla going down the road, I'm like, no, Kayla. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've been there, Kayla. <laughs> She was right. <laughs> she was right. And it helped. Yeah. It really did help. Yeah. Because, like, now I know a lot better. Even with Ezekiel, I did a lot better. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Uh, so, after Ezra, got into fitness. Um, had Then I was pregnant with Ezekiel. Uh, with Ezekiel, after I had him, eh. I was still in that, you know, it's like, it's whatever, whatever. It's whatever I had two stage. kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, you have two yeah. kids. After you here. have a second one, it's like, oh, I've done this before. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you're good. And then yeah. you're also not too 
picky about like you're okay so another big advice that i got was uh don't rush don't back rush. into things again no focus on your children yep try and get back into i guess a steady schedule in your life yeah where you're able to like find balance right yeah. you got your two kids you still got to maintain your life first but don't rush back into anything don't rush back into the gym take no. your time yep. yep um again if your mom if the mom is happy your child's gonna be happy exactly your your child yeah. feeds off your energy and that's something that i learned as well right yeah so that's where i was with ezekiel um took me a while to get back in fitness yeah uh, i'll say that oh wait i lied Mm-hmm. I was aiming to so like two weeks after I gave birth to Ezekiel, I did try going back to the gym. <laughs> yes, two weeks, yes, girl. And if everyone looked at me like I was crazy, I'm like, no, I gotta get back. I gotta get back. But then I realized really fast it wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't worth it. Not at all. Um, and that's the advice I have for anybody that's dealing with two children. Don't rush or, or more. Yeah, or <laughs> more children. Don't <laughs> rush. Just. Um, do trust, what you got to do. Yeah, trust the process. Yeah. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of your children. Yep. Yep. Take care of your family. Yep. Whatever you got to do. Yep. Preach it, girl. Yeah. Um. So the last, I guess, the last thing. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Ooh. <laughs> Wash your cat. Oh. <laughs> yes. Say it again, girl. Say it again. Wash your cat. What okay. does that mean, guys? <laughs> so you guys. <laughs> Uh, we were just having this discussion about how one of my friends uh, brought to light uh, the fact that there is vaginal wash. Yes, we were washing our cat beforehand, but using a uh, vaginal wash actually can help balance your pH. Yeah. We're not talking about lotion. So no, no you're not stuffing anything up there. And you're not putting soap inside like, your vagina. Yes. Like, it's not... No. That's... Like we, you can't do that because right. you completely throw your pH balance off uh, if you if you use soap in inside your your vaginal yes. area. So that's definitely something. Uh, if uh, women, if you were doing that before, please stop. Yes, please, <laughs> then, please stop. Then comes the yeast infections, the BBs, all yeah. the other infections. We yeah. don't want that happening. Yeah, but the vaginal wash, you're just washing the outer area. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a like a baby powder scent. That's great. A different sense, but. Is basically just keeping the area clean without using soap. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people grew up on using soap, but soap is very harsh. Yeah, it it's is. It's harsh for our skin. I'm pretty sure we all see that. Yes, soap is good, but even using a body wash is a lot better than just soap. using soap. Alone. Yeah. So um, that's one thing I will tell people. Uh, another thing, sexual health with your, mm-hmm. bed, with your vagina and everything. Please protect yourself. Yes, please. Protect yourself. Preach, you guys. Um, you saw my post about, uh, you know, drinking water. Make sure you eat your fruits and vegetables and keep your cat mm-hmm. happy and healthy. Keep the cat clean. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but even so, yes, we keep it clean. Keep her happy, too. Yeah. So, you know, that's getting back in, to, you know, having sex and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Don't just, like, I mean, it's your choice if you want to, you know, have multiple partners, but just make sure that you are happy doing that because remember, that's energy coming into you. You need to make sure that you are happy. And in you being happy, your cat's going to be happy. It's true. Very true. You got to be careful. Yeah. 
Be careful. And don't settle for... Don't settle for less, guys. Don't settle for less. <laughs> don't settle for less. And yes, I know orgasms aren't always going to come, but please work for that. Yep. It's please. true. It's yeah. true. Or having orgasms is very healthy. Yeah, exactly. Very, very healthy. That's how you It exerts happy. stress. Yeah. Any stress that you were holding in for that week. Yes. Mary at work has been pissing you off all week <laughs> and you need to come home and relieve some yes. stress. Orgasms. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But we'll definitely have a show all about sexual health. Um, One thing that I want to get into is um, vitamins. Oh, yeah. The the vitamins that women should be taking on a regular basis. Um, If you you don't know, um, I will be telling you. If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) (laughs) I know my friends are going to get on me for that one. So so anyway, um, so B vitamins. B vitamins are vital for women. Um, so we got the B6, the B12, and the folic acid. Um, so the B6, it keeps your brain working, um, and it, change, it changes food into energy. So foods like fish, potatoes, chickpeas, avocados, um, those, those uh, foods have uh, vitamin B6 in it. So if you are eating those foods on a regular basis, kudos to you. Right. You're getting your vitamin B6, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, B12, it helps um, your body make red blood cells. Um, it helps with metabolisms. Um, it, just, it, it just keeps you going, you know? Like if you eat, if you, if you take this, this vitamin, um, it kind of just helps your, your metabolism, you know, burn foods that are not so great for you, mm-hmm. you know? That doesn't mean to go and eat bad and then take B12 vitamin. I'm just yes. saying, <laughs> if you if you do eat horribly mm-hmm. and you're on these vitamins already, you won't have to worry too much. And also, if you have a healthy lifestyle in terms of, you know, working out maybe like one to two times a week or, you know, walking or anything like that, um, drinking lots of water, then you don't, you, you shouldn't have an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the folic uh, acid helps build um, a healthy brain and spinal cord. So it's definitely something to consider. Um, one thing that I uh, realized and uh, something that I read about as well, um, women that are on birth control, like Kayla and myself, mm. we, there's a lot of things that we lack in our bodies. And um, taking, taking vitamin B is something that um, actually kind of balances you out mm. um, internally. And I'm take, I'm going to be definitely taking my own advice because I'm not taking these vitamins right now. And that's something that I'm definitely going to, mm-hmm. going to start doing like right after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you taking any like multivitamins? I am currently taking a multivitamin mm-hmm. and I'm also taking, um, this like earthy multivitamin called spirulina. Yes. You see, yeah. on, I, I'm not going to lie. I was trying to remember the name. Spirulina. spirulina is, yeah. Yep. So spirulina is basically yes. like it, it comes from, um, the algae plant like that you find in the sea. Yep. Um, and it, it's just, it's literally a multivitamin. It helps with everything, your skin, your bones, your eyesight, everything. Good protein, you guys. Yes. Very good protein. Um, so in terms of B vitamins mm-hmm. and, um, uh, with women on birth control, it, uh, taking B vitamins impro- improves your mood. Um, it reduces anxiety and depression. It reduces PMS symptoms, which I, I most definitely need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it improves memory, um, promotes cell growth and division, and maintains healthy skin and muscle tone. Mm-hmm. So definitely consider taking um, 
vitamin B. Like, if you're not too sure, go to your doctor um, and ask. Or, I mean, you can even just go to, like, Healthy Planet. Or uh, those of you in the States, if there's a health food store um, that's uh, popular out there, I'm not sure what, what they're called. But um, in Canada, there's uh, – or in Toronto, I should say, there's uh, Healthy Planet and there's um, GNC and all those. Uh, nutrition House. Nutrition House. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that. So um, definitely consider that because – that's definitely something that I'm going to get into. Um, definitely get Kayla on it because, you know, Kayla, yes. Kayla, Kayla's healthier than me. Let me just tell you. Kayla, <laughs> I, Kayla's is <laughs> healthier than me. Oh so. <laughs> She's probably, like, secretly already <laughs> taking B vitamins and she didn't even tell me. <laughs> Girl, right? I, so, <laughs> but there was another one I was going to tell you about yeah. that relates to women's health. Evening primrose. Oh, yes. So yes. that actually helps with your periods Mm -hmm. um your pmsing and also helps grow your nails and your hair oh so it's again it's also biotin as well yeah biotin yeah biotin yeah uh vitamin d well yes vitamin we need vitamin d yes we need it yeah you can get from the sun um but vitamin d there's a lot going for it right now so with vitamin d uh it does help or Mm -hmm. lots of studies do suggest that it does help with seasonal depression mm-hmm. uh so that is a vitamin that you might want to take it does help uh like maintain your calcium levels within your body and it helps your bones as well and that's important as a woman as we get older um especially after 30 that's when you really have to try and maintain like your your, your bone health, health yeah. and yeah. also your feminine health as a whole definitely so, do consider taking vitamin D, especially if you're dealing with mood changes often or um, you just find that in the wintertime uh, there not being enough sun, it's affecting your mood. Uh, that's when you'd have to turn to vitamin D. Right. Give it a try. I'm, I'm definitely going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something I didn't think about. Yeah. Um, what was the name of the vaginal wash? Um, for those who would maybe consider getting it now that they've heard this? <laughs> so, um, the one I got was the Vagicil pH Balance. Okay. Uh, that just helps manage your acidity. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, so often, like, it just, it's harsh. The mm-hmm. ingredients within soap, it's harsh. Mm-hmm. Did you know lye is in soap? What? Yeah, lye is in soap. So... Um, you need lye in order to make soap. Okay. And lye is the same thing that they put in perm. Mm. Right? Those of you perming your hair still. Yes. So I'm not hating. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, like it's like it's that's crazy. Lye. Um, and that's exactly why a lot of people stop perming their hair too. Lye. Yeah. It's a really harsh chemical, and now yeah. it's also in our soaps. It's the one ingredient that you need to make soap. Oh. Um, so. That so if you're noticing like any um effects down there, mm-hmm. like you're finding that down below, yeah, it's just becoming uncomfortable. You might have to be careful with soap and maybe switch over to vaginal wash. Mm. Right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Got we're it. Open here. Okay? Got we're it. We're gonna talk about everything. Oh yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Definitely. Right. No, I'm. Uh, this yeah. this is knowledgeable for me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you got to share your experience the wealth yeah. of knowledge, right? Of course. My of course. friend taught me. I I honestly was 
judging it before because you know everyone yeah. thinks douche. No, because I I actually thought yeah. that um, the, all the vaginal washes you have to put inside of your vagina. Right. Like I didn't know that you can just you know use it outside right. and you know it'll still make a difference. So that's something that I learned today. Right. Um, so I'll definitely take that into consideration. Yeah. I learned from her and yeah. passed on the knowledge. Yeah. Well, shout out to Kayla's friend. You know? Yes. yes. <laughs> shout out, shout out. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, there's other ones too. It's becoming really popular. I don't know if you follow Narissa. Uh, yes. 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 She sells her own too. Yes. I do yes. follow her. She's great. Yep. Um, is there anything else for us to cover or are we, are we good? Well, you mentioned breastfeeding. Yeah. I briefly. Yeah. <laughs> We'll definitely have yeah. a show, like, yeah. just pertaining to, like, just motherhood, you know? And, yes. and talking about stuff like that and, you know, spitting some facts, guys. Yes. Spitting some facts. But, but today um, it's all about women's health. Women's health. I hope that we gave you some insight. I hope that um, you learned something from this show. Right. Um, and, yeah, I guess we just give out our information for Instagram now and yes. end it off. <laughs> yes. So if you're not following us yet on Instagram, we are Black Underground To. Um, we have a uh, email is Black Underground To at, at gmail dot com. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, I am at underscore Des twenty four, and I am Love K Danny. So that's L O V E K A Y D A N I. Yes. So if you want to follow us, follow us. We will follow you back. (laughs) And if you have, again, if you have any questions at all, or if you want to give us an idea um, on a topic to talk about, please contact us any way you can. If you know me, text me. (laughs) (laughs) Or call me. (laughs) See you guys on WhatsApp and whatnot. Yup, yup, And we can get to us, just let us know. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, have yourselves a wonderful Thursday. Yes, enjoy your week. Okay. All right. Talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye. Bye.